Getting Works podcast. Mike's getting tipsy. He drink a lot of beer and he drink a lot of whiskey. When he's not doing that, probably watching wrestling. Talking about the beers and it's so interesting. Mike's online, you can give him a follow. End of the day, he be cleaning out the tacos. No better podcast if you ask me. Getting Works, you can leave off the last G. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. 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 People of the internet, getting worked is back. I'm Mike. This is getting worked. Hello. So this week, I want to go ahead and actually do a shout out episode. Um, a podcast is nothing without the people good enough to be part of it. Without those who are kind enough to give you their time. Uh, whether that's an interview, guest spot, anything of that nature. Uh, no podcast is worth its salt without good guests and good friends. So this week I actually want to do a tribute to one of the best guests I've ever had on this podcast and the other ones I've done as well. Uh, the outlandish Zicky Dice. Uh, I originally first heard about Zicky through my friend Lord Crew. Uh, they had trained at a place together and and he told me about him and i've followed his career ever since uh if you don't follow zicky dice he's he's currently an impact wrestling you need to go check it out uh follow him at zicky dice on all forms of social media uh, zicky was on two different podcasts two different shows actually uh the first clip comes from the podcast i did before getting worked uh, it was called Midnight Land. I had created a persona. It was Mike Midnight. It was this whole thing. Uh, and Zicky was kind enough to be the first guest. So without any further ado, uh, the one, the only, the outlandish Zicky Dice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Midnight Land. I am your host, Mike Midnight. This is Cult Status, the one spot here in Midnight Land where we're going to bring you some pro motherfucking wrestling. And right now we're happy to say that we have the one, the only, outlandish Zicky Dice. How are you doing, sir? The best mid-card wrestler in the whole entire world is here on your show. I'm doing great. How are you doing? 
quite outlandish now at this moment, sir. A little bit more outlandish than we were right before you got here. Now, exactly. That's what I do. I bring I bring the outlandish everywhere I go. Absolutely. Now, so just to get started and introduce everybody, who is Zicky Dice? Zicky Dice is the best mid card wrestler in the world. Outlandish Zicky Dice. He is over the top, uh, based out of uh, California, taking over. Indie Darling Mountain as we speak. And uh, if you haven't heard of Zicky Dice, now is that time. Now is the time. Go get, get follow on, this get man. Get on before the bandwagon gets hot. Follow this man. Don't be a bish. Sign that we'll get to that part later. But, <laughs> so, where did this all start for you? Well, let's see. Uh, I sang, uh, let's, let's rewind there. I grew up watching, my older brother got me into professional wrestling. Uh, and I... Uh, Professional wrestling got me into wrestling. I wrestled freestyle and Greco-Roman growing up and some Sambo here and there. And then uh, staying in a touring band for a while, and then all of a sudden I was like, yeah, I want to go to the other side of the carnival. Um, moved out to the Midwest and got trained uh, to be a professional wrestler and been taking over the NBC ever since. So it's been like, uh, we're going into my fourth year now. Okay. And you've got quite the pat- background, quite the pedigree of training, right? This is true. This is true. My resume is quite impressive. Um, you're a graduate, I guess would be the proper term, of uh, Black and Brave Academy. Yes. Now, Black was... and Brave Wrestling Academy trained under Merrick Brave and Seth Rollins. I'm one of 12 to be trained under Seth Rollins while he was holding uh, the WWE Championship. Fun fact. Oh, wow. So, so he, he had the, like, now, I mean, I know he travels with the belt, but I mean, was it just like hanging out there? Oh, he had the belt. Yeah, the belt was there. Nice. So it was around. So was that your first? Was that your first training, or had you dabbled? You obviously the Greco-Roman background, but was there uh, any yeah, in ring before Black and Brave? Journey. Yeah, no, not, no, nothing really. I've done a ring here and there before, um, but just nah, nope, nothing else. And my intro to you was through a mutual friend of ours, Lord Crew. Um, the two of you spent some time together at the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo. Yeah, I actually just got off the phone with him right before you called. So <laughs> <in fact. laughs> That's a good guy. You're going to be seeing him this coming Friday in New York, right? Yes, yes. Unfortunately, I'm probably going to have to be eliminating him from the Black Craft Battle Royal as well because, um, unfortunately, only one of us can win. And me being the best mid-card wrestler in the world, it's most likely going to be me. Spoiler alert. And I'm I'm the guy caught in the middle because I've got like you, I got friends, I got everybody I'm rooting for in Blackcraft Wrestling. And make sure everybody listening to this, watch Blackcraft Wrestling. You can check out Blackcraft Wrestling April 5th. Uh, go to blackcraftwrestling.com. Check out Zicky and all the other stars of Blackcraft Wrestling as they show New York and the rest of WrestleMania weekend what the fuck they have to offer. It's That's pretty right. I think good. everything is on demand too. One, one click, dude. Click, boom. Demand. Watch it when you want, where you want. Click, Simple. click, boom. Simple. Wait, that was a saliva Good song. Man. Oh, God. Nice God, man. why did I do that? So, now, when Lord Crew had let me know about you, because he had come back from the New Japan and Pro Wrestling Dojo, and the first words out of his mouth was, you got to see this magic guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, true. The, the, the magic, uh, explain to people. So you, you do tricks in the ring. I've seen some sleight of hand on your opponents. Where does that come from? Magic, dude. Magic. 
I grew up, uh, I was always a fan of Magic, uh, Harry Houdini. I have like a Harry Houdini tattoo. Just Magic always just interests me. Um, but it's, it, it's cool. I try and, you know, involve it in my wrestling a little bit and, uh, try and stay creative and try and keep it, keep it fresh. It's, it's hard to fool like a 360 degree angle crowd. So, uh, keeps me on my toes and I'm always thinking of new tricks that will work or fail either way both gonna be fun both be outlandish either way so are there are there any kind of like defaults that you go to to use as far as a magic trick like what's what's your favorite to pull my favorite might have to be my finisher the outlandish deck breaker so we're swinging neck breaker but card shower out of nowhere (laughs) everywhere once the move is hit that's awesome now and for those of you that haven't seen zicky First off, you're messing up. Go check out Zicky right now. Um, he's bright. He's colorful. He is, as he says, outlandish. Now, was this the first persona, and just is is this the first evolution of Zicky Dice, or is this the current evolution of Zicky Dice? Oh, this is the current evolution. We're going through it. It's been uh, riding with the outlandish thing for about the last years. It took me a while to figure out exactly what I was doing, what I wanted to do, and I'm still figuring that out. Um, as I go, but uh, I kind of just let Zicky take the wheel, you know, and uh, I, I kind of stopped giving a shit um, about, like, uh, what others thought, and if I was thinking too much of the character, I'm just kind of doing more of what I wanted, it's been, been working out more, and been a lot more fun. So, uh, like, Zicky writes checks that Nick can't cash, so I don't know what's going to happen next, I just, I just sit back, shut my mouth, <laughs> and enjoy the ride. So this is all taking you as we as we said to Blackcraft Wrestling. How did you how did you get involved with Blackcraft? Oh man, luck, oh, luck. Uh, I was actually. I mean, it's not really now. all luck. You're really good at your job, dude. <laughs> like, well, thank you, thank you. Uh, well, I was uh, I was actually booked on the first two shows before uh, they were announced, and uh, I had actually gotten kicked off both shows um, from being bottom of the totem pole. And I was kind of bummed out about that, um, you know, going to Black and Brave, Blackcraft had some ties there, and uh, through uh, my band Heart to Heart, touring their music, I, I knew Bobby and, and Blackcraft as well, so I was just like, man, if you could just remember who I was, or if I had this opportunity, uh, I'd be able to prove myself, and uh, I got a message from Bill, um, the booker, and uh, he was like, hey, it sucks you're so far away. And I was like, why? He's like, uh, oh, we just had a spot open up. And um, I was like, well, who said anything about distance? He's like, well, we want a flippy guy. And I was like, fuck a flippy guy. We don't need a, fl- we don't need a flippy guy. I was like, I'm more <laughs> entertaining than, than any flippy guy. So he's like, all right, they're in. They're giving you a chance. And I went and uh, did my thing. And, and um, you know, I made sure to stand out and do things differently than what everyone else typically does in the ring and uh i had someone come up to me in the show like hey that was awesome um are you booked on um the any other blackcraft shows I was like well funny story i was but i got kicked off and he's like oh well i'm brandon he's like i do you know i own half this company and i was like oh shit and he's like would you mind if blackcraft wrestling established zicky dice i was like not at all so here we are and they've really established Zicky Dice. I mean, you were like probably the first big T-shirt that they pushed out of the Blackcraft Wrestling shirts. That that yeah, wasn't their yeah. straight logo. You were the first. I don't want to say star. The first star. We're not going to say superstar. That's somebody else's term. But the first big star 
that they pushed on their merchandise. Uh, you were the first match. Yeah, the only one with, like, with the bright colored shirt. Yeah, you were the first match on the card at the very first show. You really yeah. brought Blackcraft Wrestling into I, the mainstream. That's right. I was the first Blackcraft match ever in history. Forever. Now, that was supposed to originally, was that originally supposed to be with Schlack? Um, yeah, it was supposed to be with Schlack. Um, I don't remember what happened exactly there. Um, but uh, I know Schlack's in the Battle Royal, so I'll handle him there. Get a piece of him there. That guy's terrifying. That's an easy knock out the two last teeth or whatever the hell he has left. <laughs> I think he's just down to one now. But Yeah, God. Toothless tree wizard. <laughs> now I gotta be careful because that guy's terrifying. He's gonna hear that and come looking for me, not you. As long as he doesn't touch my mullet, you, that's fine. As long as he doesn't touch my mullet, I'll be all right. I'm hidden in a basement, so, you know, there's a couple walls of concrete. Just stay off of Zicky's mullet, and we're going to be fine. <laughs> Fortunately, I live in California. We don't have any basements. I miss my basement. <laughs> so has that always been your home base out there on the West Coast? I know just recently you yeah, just moved. Yeah, born and raised um, born and raised in the central coast of California. Uh, moved out to Moline, Illinois uh, to go to Black and Brave. Supposed to be out there like three months. Ended up staying three years, almost three and a half years, uh, which is cool. And then spent some time in Chicago before moving back. And I actually just moved to uh, Sunnyvale, California this Monday. So um, had to be closer to an airport as I'm actually uh, packing for Blackcraft and Mania Weekend. Um, and then I come home for a whole eight hours and I'm wrestling in South Korea next week as well. So. Yeah, man. It's getting busy. Big my rounds. Full play. <laughs> That's it. That's what you when you're the best mid card wrestler in the world, you gotta stay busy. And there's a it big thing. The best. There's a big thing these people can do to support the best mid card wrestler in the world. We uh That's I'll, right. I'll, I'll let That's you tell it. him about it because uh if you if you go now and follow Zicky Dice, there's a little thing that he wants you to sign. Well, I've been I came up with the outlandish petition because you know what? I'm sick of being overlooked. I'm sick of not getting emails back. I know what I deserve. You know what I deserve. Anyone else who's seen me knows what I deserve. And that's a chance to perform on the biggest stage possible. What stage is that we're talking about? All Elite Wrestling's double or nothing. I came up with my own damn petition that I'm saying to 10,000 people, that's right, 10,000 people acknowledge the fact that I am indeed the best mid-card wrestler in the world and that I deserve a spot in that over-the-budget battle royal. Because come on. I'm the next wave of indie darling. So what if I don't have friends and clicks that get, get me in the places that I need to be? So what? I'm doing it my own way. And how is that? With my petition. So sign up now. I have a petition at change.org. I have the petition in my hand. I'll be at Mania all weekend. I bring it out to the ring with me. I make everyone else sign it. Sign. Don't be a bitch. Sign the petition. That is Rose, the name. Those Jackson brothers are listening. God, come on. You know where to find me. I have, I've been making this video series, this live video series of me getting signatures on the petition along the way. Come on. There's no one else doing what I'm doing. You can't deny it. Don't be a bitch. Sign the petition. This is Seriously, probably one of the greatest slogans of, of 2019. Get Zicky booked. Zicky deserves to be on Double or Nothing. I was at All In. I saw the first Over the Budget Battle Royale. Yeah, we're Believe talking me. about book flip. Forget that. Book Zick. It's time to book Zick. That's pick what I'm Zick. talking about. Everyone out there should pick Zick. If you're listening to this podcast, sign the petition. Book Zick. Pick Zick. Yeah. That's right, baby. Motherfucker. That's right. I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> now, one big thing that really 
gravi- had me gravitating towards you was your style, uh, your promo videos, the, the the style of editing you use, your your outfit, your music. It's it's got a real '80s flair to it. It's 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 that's it, baby. Neon, it's like pink it's like and shiny. Man, I was just I was just found and and finally unfrozen, and now I have to come and see what. I, what people are calling wrestling these days? That's what they call wrestling? That's not wrestling. Let me show you what wrestling is. Zicky knows better than you do. That's right. I got a, I, I got the mullet to say it all. The bleach blonde mullet to say it all. All right? So where else can they find you this WrestleMania weekend? I know that you're going to be at the Blackcraft show. Um, anywhere else they can I'm find gonna you? I'm going to be... Oh, I'll tell you exactly where I'm going to be. I'm going to be trying to find someone that's elite to sign my damn petition. I am on the prowl this weekend. I'm going to be at Blackcraft as soon as I win that damn battle royal. I'm hitting the streets, and I'm finding someone to lead that can make, make, this, make this come true. I need, I need double or nothing. I need this over-the-budget battle royal. So until I get the signatures, that's what I'm going to be doing. So find me. I'm going to be everywhere, literally everywhere. Everywhere. Find Zicky Dice. Don't be a bish. Sign the petition. You'll see it. You'll see it. I'll be standing out like a sore damn thumb because there ain't nobody like me. So tell them where they can find you, Zicky. Where can everybody follow you there? Well, nice and simple. That at logo, the little A with the weird little circle and the squiggly, Zicky Dice. Z-I-C-K-Y-D-I-C-E on all social media platforms. Nice and simple. Absolutely. And once again, make sure you guys go check him out. Check out Blackcraft Wrestling this weekend. Go watch the old shows. Watch the current show. Go to change.org. Be part of something Bigger than yourself, bigger than wrestling. Help someone like Zicky. Actually, don't help someone like Zicky. Help Zicky get on yeah. Double or Nothing. Because right. this not only helps him out, this is going to put the power back in the hands of the fans. All this other stuff going on in 2019 with wrestling, there's a lot of wonderful movements out there, believe me. A lot of these people headlining big shows, they deserve their spots. But there's guys like Zicky out there on the grind, the true journeyman. One of the reasons I wanted to have this guy on my show is just... He's he's a modern-day journeyman with a wonderful pedigree. I mean, he's been from Black and Brave, New Japan, Blackcraft Wrestling. You find me another mid-card wrestler with this kind of pedigree backing up their exact Damn character. Right. Their wonderfulness. The Damn outlandishness. Bless your And that was my first time having Zicky on a podcast. Uh, you could tell I had my little character. I was going by Mike Midnight. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me then. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Ziggy was cool enough to come back on. Midnight Land went away. I- I've really honed in on what I wanted podcasting to be, and that's what became Getting Worked, what you listen to now. Uh, when it was time to do the first episode, I-, I-, I wanted to make sure, A, I had some star power. B, I had somebody I knew was a great conversation. So, of course... I reached back out to Zicky Dice, who was cool enough to come on the first episode of two different podcasts I've done. So, uh, he's the fucking man. But this is the second time I got to sit down and talk to the one, the only, the outlandish Zicky Dice. Ladies and gentlemen, for this first episode of Getting Worked, I had to reach out to one of my favorite wrestlers on the scene right now, NWA Superstar. One of the hardest working men in professional wrestling right now. A man I'm lucky enough to say I consider a friend in this business. The one, the only, the outlandish Zicky Dice. How are we doing, sir? Hey, 
baby, baby, getting worked is getting outlandish. I love it. We're here. What? It's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm on my way home. I just pulled over on the freeway to pull some carpet out of the middle of the freeway so no one gets injured. So I'm doing well over here. How the hell are you? I am doing wonderful, sir. Trying to be outlandish. Trying to keep up with you. You are so busy right now. The Dickie Dice is on fire. We are running wild, to say the least. Um, this has been the goal. Uh, this has been what I've been working for for the last four and a half years now. Um, now that it's February, we're five years ago. Um, I made the decision to become a pro wrestler and uh, have been grinding ever since, and here we are. So, and for those of you who listening that haven't followed Zicky up to this point, he, he's done a New Japan camp, trained with Black and Brave Wrestling. Uh, he's been on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Blackcraft Wrestling. The man is a modern-day journeyman, hitting the roads, hitting the towns. How, how did NWA get started for you? Where, where did this all begin? I was actually breaking it down again, maybe for the 99th time to my fiancé last night, because... I'm still trying to wrap my head around everything that's going on. It's all happened so very fast, and uh, to be honest, out of left field. Um, I was supposed to be at a show in Florida. Uh, the show had fallen through, so I texted Yuma over at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, um, who had reached out prior about that day, and I said, hey, man, do you still have room to squeeze me on? He's like, absolutely. So I uh, hopped in the car load with my boys. We drove six hours uh, where they taped it, six hours for me. Um, got out there and I've been working for them for about three years, coming up on three years now. And not once had I had a backstage promo, live promo, nothing. Um, and at the same time, I never complained about it. I figured when it was time, uh, it would be time. Um, that day I was there early. They were looking for someone to shoot promos and I was, uh, they're like, Hey, Zicky, you're here. Get dressed. Uh, let's go. And I was like, Oh shit. All right. So I hopped up out in there. I said six words, and I was immediately pulled into a back office where David Lagana and Billy Corgan were. Holy and, uh, shit! Yeah, yeah, it was like that, just like that. And um, Billy's like, "Wow, look at you! Your hair, your sunglasses, your earring." He's like, uh, "What are you doing December 14th?" And in my head, I was like, uh, "Oh, me and the fiance just planned a snow trip." I was like, "Absolutely nothing." Uh, he's <laughs> like, "Well, how would you like to wear?" <laughs> how would you like to work for me in the NWA? I was like, I would love that. So of course I text my fiance and I was like, Hey, cancel the snow trip. We're going to NWA. Um, and it's been a wild ride ever since I debuted the beginning of season two. Um, just wrestled the, um, hard times pay-per-view and, uh, we just wrapped up season three. Um, and season three just started this past week. So if you haven't yet, please, I encourage you to go to youtube.com slash NWA and watch Power every Tuesday at 6.05 Eastern um, to catch yours truly at Landry Sticky Dice and see what all the ranting are talking about because I'm everywhere right now, baby. It's definitely the most interesting wrestling program, in my opinion, between people like you involved with that, legends that you've had the ability to get in the ring with. One of the things that blew my mind was seeing you get in the ring with C.W. Anderson. Between oh, him, Dan Math. <laughs> yeah, your first time in the ring with the NWA. The NWA, I mean, this isn't just so-and-so getting a TV deal. This is the National Wrestling Alliance. And you're jumping yep, in the ring with CW and Anderson. Well. And I, that, that's right. And I'm copping. I didn't know what to expect. Um, it caught me off guard. Um, you know, a lot of, everyone in the NWA has pretty much uh, made, a, made a name for themselves elsewhere and, you know, brought that over. And uh, I was coming in at the bottom of the totem pole, and I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job of 
let him know why I belong there. Um, and there's there's more to come. So a lot of people are are really enamored with the NWA because of the look. How different the vibe is when you watch the show. The stands, the the way the there there's no entrance music. You've got directly you have the commentators right there within eyesight. Behind the scenes, is is it a different vibe than you've seen in other wrestling companies to compare to what they do on screen? Oh man, it is. Um, I got like I got to take my fanny back off and championship wrestling from Hollywood. To be honest with you, it kind of prepared me for the studio wrestling uh, vibe and how things were done. Um, but everything you just explained does not do it justice. When you walk into um, the GPB studios and you walk in, you see like the ring and the lights and how it's all set up. It, it's very surreal. And I made sure uh, before Hard Times Pay-Per-View, I put my phone away and made sure to like soak it in for a good 10 or 15 minutes, you know, and really enjoy it because it's a one-of-a-kind thing. And what we're building and growing there um, is amazing. You got some fans. Uh, the fans there are great. They're alive. They're into it. Um, for the most part, they, uh, you know, they don't spoil the show because we pre-tape everything. And uh, the backstage vibe is, just so professional i mean it's it's top notch like uh it's there's nothing like it you know and it uh i don't know it really it just it just kind of makes sense you know and i'm still like as we're talking now i'm still trying to vibe everything and like let it sink in that i'm there um but there's nothing like it and we're putting out a different product and um and we're we're kicking ass and 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 you said something that i want to touch on there as well the fact that with it being a pre-taped show Nothing gets spoiled. You know, I, is is it a matter of the fans having the respect for the product? The fact that storylines aren't just being popped immediately when they're being recorded? Or at least they're not being put on the internet, I should say, as yeah. readily as a lot of other things out there. Uh, is, is, that, is that a thought process backstage as well, knowing that we're doing a pre-taped show? So as far as where you're going to go with the storyline? You know, we've never really said anything and it hasn't had to have been said which is cool so i guess it's just the respect of the, of the product and what's going on and and you don't want to get the spoilers you know we put out a weekly show like get like we're, we're growing that's the, let us do our job just watch and enjoy you know absolutely and one of the big things that you were involved in from the jump was the television title tournament which a lot of people had go. you pegged to win here we go you know they brought in Dan Maff. He doesn't even work at NWA. He's from Ring of Honor. I don't know what. And did you see him? He's a mutant freak. And he's and I he's had to quite large. First round. Not to mention, not to mention, I had to win two damn matches to earn a spot in that tournament anyway. I feel like, I don't know what William Patrick Corgan has against me. Maybe I smashed one too many of his pumpkins. But the odds were stacked against me from the get-go. And I had a bad night. I didn't get much sleep the night before, thank you very much. And I'm pretty upset that you're bringing up the television title on this interview. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because sorry. Ricky Starks Ricky Starks has something that is mine, okay? He looks like a, a, a curly-headed, brown-haired beavis. He's an idiot. I am television, and I am, and this, don't, and yes, he beat me this past week on Power, okay? Is that what you want to hear? But if you look back at the tape, real close and open your big dumb eyes you'll see him pull my curls and and and, and from there i was distracted well so we're not done not by a long shot that's my damn television championship and everyone knows that zicky dyson you can hear it right now through your speakers that i am television 
it definitely is a lot more outlandish with you being there. I will say that. Now, first thing I'm going to do is get that balance and just dip it in glue and, and pink glitter. That's the first thing I'm going to do. You've already posted a couple of ideas for it and how to make it a little bit customized for yourself. Has that already been talked about yeah, backstage well, with them? Oh, that's shit. There's always tricks up Zicky Dice's sleeve. And I want to do everything I can to piss off the internet and piss off everybody listening because that's my damn job and I'm so damn good at it. <laughs> so another thing that I've always loved about you is, is your evolution as a character. One thing we haven't seen in the NWA is magic. Are we going to start Ooh. seeing some more magic out of Zicky Dice in the NWA? That's a good question. Um, well, prior to... Okay, so here we go. Prior to me coming into the NWA, like, Billy and uh, Lagana have brought me in. They, they see one thing. They're not knowing what much of my past was. Mm-hmm. Um, I did relay that I do some magic tricks. And uh, you know what? I don't need them yet. I haven't even cheated yet. Maybe I'll start cheating to win. Cheating sounds fun. I mean, that might have helped in the tournament. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm telling you, that will be mine. I mean, if I have to do magic tricks to make Ricky Starks disappear or saw him in half on power, I'll, I'll do it. So so that's the, that's the big moving forward concentration is Ricky Starks right now and getting your hands back on the television title? He embarrassed me on television this past week. Wouldn't you want, wouldn't you want revenge? Oh, wouldn't absolutely. Absolutely. Are you married? Are you married? No, no. Do you have a girlfriend? Yes. Okay, here we go. I beat you up. I take your girlfriend on TV. Oh, are you going to be embarrassed? Are you going to come back? Are you just going to leave me with your girlfriend? Are you going to come and get her? Oh, no. I'm, I mean, I'm coming back and getting her. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That Ricky Starks has my girlfriend around his waist. And I am not okay. That, you're, you're making me real upset in this interview. Well, you got, you, you've got the fanny pack to, to hold you the spot. You brought me on here, and you, and you told me what. Don't talk about my $16,000 fanny pack, okay? Don't even look at it. You want to look at it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to charge you. And I'm going to add it to the bill for this interview, because you're racking that up now, especially uh, with these Ricky Starks questions. Do not say his name around me anymore. Okay, okay. We, 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 won't, we won't talk about Ricky Starks anymore. You're raising my blood pressure. My doctor said that's not good for me, because I'm trying to... <laughs> Calm down a little bit, all right? So let's just move on with the next question. Let's not talk about Ricky Starks. And if you want to find out, you can watch Power on Tuesday and see what the hell I do, that idiot. So having, having that legendary spot you guys have at 6.05 every Tuesday night on YouTube, NWA Power, go check it out, subscribe. Uh, with that history in the NWA, how, is there a weight that comes with that b- b- before you got involved with the company, every time you step out there, is, is is it brought to your attention a lot? Or is it trying to form a new path with the NWA? Because I think one thing everyone said about the company is it's paying a tribute to everything they've done up to this point, whether it's the titles absolutely. and look of the show. Or, yeah, are you contributing or yeah, is it absolutely. taking a different way? Well, to be honest with you, I didn't even know. I noticed that the timer goes down on the matches now. Did you see that on the 6.05? Yeah. Like it goes down. And I noticed that this week. Um, and it's kind of like a just hidden. It's just there, right? And it's like, oh, wow, they're actually bringing this back. And you see more and more of it. Like, we just had Sean Mooney debut on the show. Like, dude, how badass is that? That's insane. Um, the commentary team dude. is top-notch there. Oh, I love it. Uh, Joe Galley and Stu Bennett are incredible. Um, I think they do very well um, and bounce off each other damn well. Um, and I couldn't be happier. 
And Marquez is killing it and as even, well. Even, yeah, Marquez is killing it. You got even uh, like Kyle Davis in the back and the backstage crew. It, it, it's great. It's great. It makes it, which makes my job a whole lot easier. So co- comparing the the way that they're booking and doing everything and setting up your matches and the people they're putting you up against compared to the other companies you work with with championship wrestling from Hollywood the the past you had you were in Blackcraft wrestling shows do you feel the direction that they're taking Zicky Dice is more aware cuz i think one thing they're tapping into that no one else has yet is the character and the fact that your character is kind of tailor made for what they're doing you said yourself that that uh, Corgan was in love with you, with with your hair and your look and your earring. Have there been suggestions, or are they just letting you do your thing? Um, I've, that's a good question. I um, pretty much been just taking the wheel, um, and I see like now uh, getting more camera time and more stuff like that. So what I'm doing is working. Um, yeah. There are suggestions that come in, and I do ask uh, permission for some things, or else the show would be completely outlandish, but I will save those for the bigger moments. Um, but yeah, I do bounce ideas back off uh, LaDonna and Corgan, um, and we're still figuring out along the way. Um, it's, so I, I came into the show, if you watch the first episode, my first entrance, the crowd's completely quiet. I remember walking to the ring and, like, hearing, like, oh, who's this guy or whatever, whatever, want to be, right? Because no one knew who I was. By the end of the match, the first match, I had everybody booing me, and uh, that's that's the reaction that I wanted, right? I, now I got them, and now I can walk out there and just breathe, and they boo me. So I'm, like, I'm still working my way up the totem pole. I'm still trying to build a name for myself. And at the same time, they're giving me a little bit of creative control, and uh, it's like, Zicky, take the wheel. And they they definitely are getting success from that. From from what it seems like, you've you've got more mic time than most. I think outside of probably the strictly strictly business group, I think you probably garner more screen time than anybody. It feels like. Well, we're gonna hear you're gonna hear it first right here on, on getting work. I am NWA, and uh, I plan on um, building this company as much as I possibly can while I'm there. Um, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And if that means me taking over more TV time, and shit, if I have to buy my own TV time, I will. If this pro- paid program is brought to you by Outlandish Zicky Dice, I'll run the whole 60-minute show by myself and not have a single match. How about that? Because I will take this coming to the next level. You're going to watch it every Tuesday, 6.05, because you can't take your eyes off of Outlandish Zicky Dice. And the world is starting to realize that. And, and, and that brings up a good point as well, because compared to where the NWA sits in the grand landscape of what's become professional wrestling, two years ago it was nothing like this. Now you've got shows on Monday and Friday from the big guys. You've got AEW going. You guys have found your own nestled spot there on Tuesday nights. Is, is there any I mean, acknowledgement? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, you can arguably say that it's one of the top five companies in the world right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. From the fact that you guys have the real world's champion down to the fact you have probably the densest roster of people. And probably not the biggest roster. You guys, They didn't go out and sign 50 people just to sign 50 people. But everyone that works there deserves to be there. And everybody that works there is killing it. Never, my, never would I have sat down and said... 
there's going to be a weekly wrestling show that not only has all these characters, but you are able to pull someone like a Colt Cabana, who has been yep. very kind of on the sidelines as far as like a major company for years, but with NWA decided to step in the forefront. And then they're taking guys like you, and they're taking other people from that tournament, and giving them a shot, giving them TV time. Whereas other companies seem to be relying on the sure bets, the guys that have already made yep. all the money. Is is there a conscious yep. effort between you guys, the performers, the guys in the locker room, of competing with those other companies as far as the workers? Or are you competing with yourselves as far as well, that's, what that's NWA can be? That's a very good question. I like that you bring that up. Um, I'm going to say that everyone is competing with themselves. Um, NWA being a new company, it's hot. We're growing by the week. Um, there are people coming in and trying to take spots. Um, so what I'm going to do every week is make sure that I can do the best I possibly can to, to ensure my spot in the NWA. I enjoy being at the NWA. I feel that it's, like you said earlier, a, a perfect stage for Zicky Dice. And uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you never know who's going to be coming through NWA. Now we got Ring of Honor coming in and baiting through. You, I don't know what that's going to happen next or, or what's next with that. Um, so you never really know. And I, I don't know. Most of the time, I, I found out I was wrestling Dan Map the same time that everybody else did. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's what I like about it most. There's the best thing you can do, honestly, is just keep watching. Because you never know who we're going to see next on NWA. You never know. So if it was up to you, and, and, and you had the book, where aside from once you get that television title back, because we're going to say it here on Getting Work that it's going to happen. Mark mark my words, that belt's going to Zicky. Where do you go next after that? Are, are, are you shooting for, for all this and these guys on the top on your end, or are these guys from Ring of Honor coming in more in your in your in your line of sight? Like, where's your next move? Well, let's see. We got the new seven rule. So... Uh, the lucky seven rule. You win seven title defenses by pinfall or draw. You get a chance at 10 pounds of gold. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to hold the television title and the 10 pounds of gold at the same time. That's what I want to do. I want to climb my way to the top and let the world know why I'm here and that I deserve to be here and prove it along the way every single week. And if there was one thing that people that to this day had never knew anything about Zicky Dice, what would you want them to know about what it truly means to be outlandish in the NWA? What is that? I'll tell you what it means. It means a $16,000 fanny pack around your waist. $6,000 pink sunglasses. A $4,500 custom feather earring. A mullet, a mullet with the perfect curls in the back, so blonde. You don't even think it's real. Everyone's dying to touch the curls and the tongue. Let's not even get started on Zicky Dice's tongue because the word outlandish just rolls right off of me. Look up outlandish in the dictionary and you'll see a picture of outlandish Zicky Dice. Has anybody noticed yet that your trunks are your face? <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get people to notice that my tongue's on the taint. <laughs> And if you haven't noticed, Zicky has the best tights in the business. Tune in to the NWA on Tuesday nights at 6.05 on YouTube, and you will see the best pair of tights in the business. Why, thank you. More to come. Uh, If you hear these ideas that I jot down, your your head might explode. So I don't want to do that to you. But uh, like I said, I've said it multiple times, just keep watching. Let Let me entertain you. Come on. It's free. It's free. 
Oh, and also, if you do watch the show, do me a huge favor. That subscribe button right in the top corner. Go ahead and hit that now. So you, I, I don't have to remind you everybody. Subscribe to the NWA. Support the NWA. Zicky's been someone I've been touting since the day I saw this guy. This guy works harder than anybody I've met in this business. So if you get a chance, tune in. My first exposure to you, man, was probably through Lord Crew. He had done Ah, the New Japan camp with you. And told me, he came back and told me, like, there's this guy that does magic tricks. And it's and it's I'm like oh magic okay a magic gimmick whatever he's like no 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 it's not that kind of magic gimmick you got on the first Black Craft show and I was hooked from the music no, no, the you. look the way you thank shot your videos through that 80s camera filter it's it's thank perfect you. and that's why when I saw you down in Atlanta I had to hit you up I, I, you were there you just randomly posted a photo at ATL first thought in my brain is there's he's at the NWA. He he has to be there. That's a perfect place for him. And I'll be honest with you, man. I'm super proud and happy to see you there. Thank you, thank you. Um, and all all bullshit aside, um, it's it's been unreal, man. Um, I'm very proud, and I've worked hard and uh, to get to this point. So, and you know, anyone listening out there, there was a lot of times where I felt discouraged, and I wanted to throw in the towel, and maybe wrestling's not for me, and. Um, maybe it's not even rough for you, but go on and follow your dreams because literally anything is possible. And I've, I've said this the other day, and I'm going to repeat it now. Um, if you want it, go get it. It's, it's that simple. Not that easy, but that simple. I can't think of any better way than that to wrap it up. Zicky, yep. I want to thank you again, man, for coming on the show. The first thank episode of Getting Worked. I, um, if, you, if anyone listening, please follow my outlandish journey I call life. It's nice and simple at Dickie Dice on every piece of social media, and I look forward to meeting you all. And we'll have to do this again. When I get the title, we'll have to do this again. We'll have a title celebration. All right, so for this week's cocktail, I figure we need to go as outlandish as Zicky Dice. And when I thought about this, I, I could have went a lot of different ways. When my brain immediately thought of a cocktail based on Zicky Dice, it went like, okay, something pink with like, like big fruity flavors. And I was like, because of, you know, the pink fanny pack, his persona, he's larger than life, the colors, the, the, the bright, vibrant, everything. That's where my brain went, was bright, vibrant colors and flavors. However, the more I thought about it, I said, what, what would be really outlandish? I think what would be really outlandish is to push a normal cocktail to its limits. And we're going to do that by making what I'm going to call the dark and outlandish. So this is a play on a dark and stormy. Uh, Dark and stormy is a really simple, classic highball cocktail. Uh, It uses dark rum and ginger beer. You can add lime, lemon, grape. If, if you ordered a Dark and Stormy at a bar and somebody just handed you dark uh, black spiced rum and ginger beer in a glass, th- they fulfilled the obligation of making you a Dark and Stormy. Dark from the black rum, Stormy from the ginger beer. Uh, so we're going to push this cocktail a little bit further. Uh, we're going to kick it up a notch and we're going to add some fucking whiskey. So for this... I'm making this in a tiki glass. I've actually got a ceramic tiki mug 
this is not a like a, like a high end name brand tiki mug. I think this is part of a set from like Kroger or something like that. Uh, but we're making this in a big, st solid, stiff vessel because I want to be able to treat this almost like a tiki cocktail, which would be served very much in that fashion. Uh, you guys hear the, the 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 AC unit going off in the background there. Uh, so with that, we're gonna start off with rum. We're gonna keep it the way it's supposed to be with this. Uh, we're gonna go with black spiced rum. I've got Kraken, the Kraken, 94 proof black spiced rum. So we're gonna do a full two ounces of this rum. Uh, I've got crushed ice about 60% of the way up my glass. So I'm just gonna straight pour. We're not doing any citrus. So we're not going to shake this cocktail. We're just going to stir it in the drinking vessel. So I've got two ounces of my black rum Kraken in the cup. Now to help make this richer, deeper, and more flavorful, we're going to be adding some syrup. Normally, you could do just the ginger beer as your main source of sweetness. But with this, we're going to go a little bit further. We're using the Yes Cocktail Company's Charred Oak and Maple Syrup. Uh, this uses a lot of oak, burnt sugar, and toffee flavor in here. So this is great stuff. It's robust. It's, it's man, it's got such a deep, smoky, burnt aroma. Love it. So we're going to do really just a hefty splash. I'd say, yeah, I probably did. That, that was about... Two and a half, three bar spoons. Uh, if you're doing like measurements, I'd say that was like a quarter of an ounce at the most. Quarter of an ounce of syrup because it's a really strong syrup, so it's going to give it a lot of flavor. So I'm going to go ahead, got that syrup in there. So we've got our rum, we've got our syrup. Next thing we're going to do is add our ginger beer. So when it comes to our ginger beer, we're just going to take this, crack it open, and we're going to top it off. We're going to pour not to the top of the cup. I want to save myself a little bit of space for the next step. So I'd say give yourself but a half inch of space on the top. So I've got my rum, my syrup, my ginger beer, and my crushed ice all in the cup. Stirring that up. Oh, ice cube got away from me there. So we've got all that stirred up. Next thing we're gonna do is what's gonna make this really motherfucking outlandish, y'all. We're gonna add whiskey. Not just any whiskey. We're adding Kentucky coffee, coffee whiskey. So we're adding a coffee in flavor. I was going to say infused, but this is a coffee flavored whiskey. So Kentucky coffee, coffee whiskey made with Kentucky whiskey and rich coffee. Uh, produced and bottled by Kentucky coffee whiskey company out of Bardstown. That's Bardstown stuff. So this is a 66 proof alcohol, 33% alcohol. I just have a 50 milliliter bottle, the airplane bottle. So we're gonna treat this 
the same way you would treat like a Corona in your beer, a shooter in your margarita. Uh, the goal, I'm going to open this bottle, turn it upside down, and stick it in our drink. So this is going to be our, our, our garnish, our additional shot, our extra flavor. This is what's going to make this really motherfucking outlandish. So we've got Kentucky Coffee Whiskey. I'm going to go ahead. Actually, I'm going to put my straw in now. So that way, it's already in there open here there we go all right so i've got the bottle of kentucky coffee whiskey cracked this is always that moment of truth where you gotta turn the bottle quick enough to get it in the ice without all right all right so The coffee whiskey in there. You know what? The bottle's not. You know what? The bottle's not really floating, the way I wanted it to. Ooh, yeah, it's not floating right. So because the ice was so small in here, the bottle kind of disappeared. But that's okay. That's okay. So now we have our coffee whiskey just kind of hanging out in our drink let's see here and now let's give her a taste mm. oh holy shit that is outlandish god damn let me get another drink of that mm. people of the internet we done did it again we took some kraken rum some charred oak and maple syrup, some ginger beer, and some coffee whiskey, and we made a drink that is truly, truly outlandish. People of the internet, I'm Mike. This drink is the motherfucking dark and outlandish. This has been getting worked. I'll see you guys. Drunk, we marked out. We'll see you next week. This is Platinum Max signing off. Getting worked. There's no G in yet, except for the first G, of course. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting work, get getting work, getting work, getting work, get getting work, getting work, getting work, get getting work, getting work, getting work, get getting work.